Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, freaks of all ages, FreakNet Studio probably brings to you, it is the greatest tag team in podcast history, the original freak travesty, Mr. 33% Dizzle J, this is Just Freaking Wrestling! Alright guys, we're back with another episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW Podcast, hosted by Travesty. I'm Dizzle J. And we are doing this really early in the morning. Or really late at night. Kind of right. I guess it kind of depends on like if you went to bed or not. Uh, that's true. I mean, I just got off work, so to me this is like my nighttime. Right? I just got out of my chair, so really this is uh, our life. <laughs> Normal <laughs> shit, man. Burning the midnight oil. Right? But uh, no, Um, the the biggest thing is like, you know, like... We've mentioned multiple times in old podcasts and stuff like that, uh, especially like when we took breaks and stuff. Life happens. Yep. Family family yeah. has to come first, you know, stuff like that. Uh, so we're recording earlier than Saturday. Yes. Um, but what's different about this time compared to last time is we're all we're we're making adjustments that are needed to make sure the show goes out. Exactly. And yeah. I, I appreciate you working with me. Absolutely. Well, I'm, that that's what makes the show work. We're right. a, we're a team. Regardless of the percentage of our effort, <laughs> we are a team, damn it. Uh, but basically, we do it for the fans. Exactly. Right? I don't want them to go two weeks without no. hearing from us. Especially since we got to talk about Stomping Grounds. <laughs> stomping Grounds. And especially, there's been so much that happened in wrestling this past week. Huge news. Uh, I guess a lot of it pertains to your final freaking thought. Yeah, some of it's in there. That uh, we're going to change the formula a little just for this show or... We're going to kind of turn those into uh, discussions and stuff to use throughout the show. Exactly. Um, so before we dive into that, uh, before we even dive into the freaking five and all that, I just want to remind everyone that uh, this freaking rest, uh, this, God, not this freaking wrestling, this, <laughs> holy shit, next, next podcast, next, next podcast, uh, just freaking wrestling is brought to you by Audible. Yes. By Audible. Where you get a 30 day free trial by going right. to audibletrial.com slash freaknet. Freaknet. Right? Because it's a Freaknet Studio sponsor. Because exactly. it also sponsors this freaking show. But, I mean, that's the, I mean, one of the coolest things that I, I even found about Audible um, is that the the options to find, like, stories is, I mean, it, it goes above and beyond. There's over a thousand titles you can choose from, and you can listen to just, you know, like, literally, while you're driving or while you're sitting at home, you know, cooking, whatever you want to do. If you're time where you're like, you know, I really want to read, but I don't want to pick the book up myself. You just open up the Audible exactly. app, press play, and go. And the best part about the 30-day free trial that is offered through audibletrial.com backslash freaknet is that you get a free credit with the 30-day free trial. Right. So you get a free book to kind of test drive the whole thing at no cost to you. And you can even have Chris Jericho read you one of his books. Right, right. I'm, I'm excited because the the the, uh, the, uh, the amount of wrestling uh, literature on there is crazy. Right, I didn't. I mean, right. I knew there were certain books. I knew Foley had a book. I knew mm-hmm. Bischoff had a book. I didn't know that there's all these other books. Yeah, I mean, like I got the WCW book, um, which uh, I can't say that I, I'm I'm learning about things I never heard of because I yeah. am a huge fan of 83 Weeks, the uh, Bischoff uh, podcast that he's on. Which we're gonna be talking about Bischoff uh, a little bit here oh, yeah. uh, on the show. 
But I mean, Audible, it's one of the things that I never thought that would benefit me, but it has. It, it makes I'm, it easier. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad that I have it. Uh, and I'm glad that because of Audible, we have the opportunity for our listeners to have it for 30 days for free just by going to audibletrial.com backslash freaknet. Man, it doesn't get no easier to educate yourself mm-hmm. than to have someone read it to you. Right? It's like, I mean, like, if you can't even do that, that's laziness. Yeah. I haven't started my book yet, but. <clears throat> it's there for you. Right. It's there for It'll you. It'll always be there. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so uh, freaking five, freaking five. So freaking ex- five. extreme rules coming up. So I was like, well, let's do your best extreme rule stipulations. Yes, which we had. I think you went through and adjusted my uh, post, which you have to do often. To just, sure, just, just to make sure people. Well, understand. see, and here's the thing: like I thought when I adjusted, just to give it more verbiage to where people understood where we're coming from. Exactly. Because I know we did get one response to where they're talking about their favorite match at the Extreme Rules pay-per-view from the past. But that's not what we're looking for. We're looking for a certain stipulation, a specialty match, right. and stuff like that. That's what we're looking for. And then we had, uh, I know I had one from Anthony on Facebook. Shout out to Anthony. Anthony. As soon as I find it. Right. Progress. 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 Oh, here it is. He said, so he was, he's like, you mean your stipulations? I was like, yeah. He's like, bet. So he's got <laughs> Elimination Chamber, Hell in a Cell, TLC, Last Man Standing, and the Survivor Series Elimination Tag Team Matches. Gotcha. And this is one from the uh, Russell fan. Yes. So shout out to the Russell fan page, real wrestling fan page. Right. Uh, they they really they really come through when we're looking for oh, definitely. Uh, uh, answers and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. I, I enjoy reading. Like I said, they always yeah. put up good stuff. Mm-hmm. It's good quality. Absolutely. What'd you have? Or did uh, you have more from Wrestling Fan? Uh, I thought we had a couple from JFW, uh, see, didn't I, we? Did we? Uh, no, Ivan answered. Oh, Ivan, the dog car match. God, right. How did you forget about Ivan, I know. man? I, I didn't forget about How do you forget about Ivan? I did not forget Ivan. about Ivan. You forgot no, all about no, Ivan. No, 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 no. You know, it's no. funny. I know he listens to the show. So now he knows that Dizzle J oh, forgot about Ivan. Now, the thing is... He contributed to the freaking five. Yes, he did. And you forgot about Ivan. Yes. You forgot about Ivan Manzi. You Man. forgot about the ARW heavyweight champion, the SCW tag team champion, Ivan Manson. Sorry, Ivan. Yeah, well, yeah, he's. I'm sure he's pissed. I would like to see him have a dog collar match again. Didn't he have one before with SCW? Um, if he has, he we haven't seen it. At least I know I haven't seen it. Um, I did respond back to because of course he answered the freaking five. Right. But you forgot about that. Yes. Um I did I, I did mention how I got to see a dog collar match. And actually I think I showed you the video of Elite Pro Wrestling. Oh yeah, where they switched. Where yeah, where Acid and Sin yeah. took on the Thomas Sellies. Team War took on the Thomas Sellies in a tag team dog collar match. Which, you know, Travesty was uh, in the video there. In the video. Right. I don't want to brag, but uh I am in that video. It was in the video, taking the videos. All right. Yeah, back in the back in the the day, if you will. Back in the day. Back in the day. When he was just a little t. I was just I was just a little t. That's all it is. <laughs> Lowercase t. Yeah. Um. Oh, and also a great handsome from ARW. Oh. Uh, he uh he just was wondering if brawn panty match counts. I mean, technically it does. It's a stipulation. I mean, yeah. I don't know how it would fly over today, but I can't even tell you. 
Maybe which, more in indie which is something I do want to bring up later on. Like, I'm not sure if you, because I I don't know how much you um you watch like pop up videos of like Impact Wrestling on Facebook and stuff like that. But the situation between that uh, was it a uh, uh, OVE group mm-hmm. and Tessa Blanchard. That, that's perfect. Xander, yeah. hey, cool, awesome. Yeah. So we'll talk about that too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let me get. Uh, I'll pull my list up here right now, which is actually pretty similar to uh, Anthony's. Which I was kind of surprised. I was like, "Damn, I didn't think you know." I would click the same ones I did, but um, Last Man Standing is is always my top favorite. I just I just love the Last Man Standing matches. I Quit, which is very similar in its own way. Uh, Three Stages of Hell, which there's only been a few of them, but I've always I, liked, I always liked it. Like you had three different falls, but they each were like different extreme stipulations. Right. Like uh, I just. Um, before you got here today, I, I watched Judgment Day from 2001, which I believe that Judgment Day 2001 is my favorite pay-per-view of all times. And it's probably going to be uh, the first pay-per-view that we do a watch-along with, which nice. I'll remind you guys of what that is later on in the show. But um, uh, Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle had a two-out-threes fall, where the first fall is pin, second fall is submission, third fall is ladder match. Very similar to Three Stages of Hell, but when it comes to Three Stages of Hell, it's like, First falls, uh, first blood. Second falls, a steel cage. Final Jeez. falls, like hell in a cell. Which the final falls always hell in a cell. Um, elimination chamber. I'm a huge fan of. And then uh, also, I put the uh, Survivor Series elimination tags. So I, I, elimination chamber is one of my favorites too, but I didn't get on my list. So I There's had so many to choose from. Yeah. And the thing is, I only stuck to WWE. So I didn't. I didn't. I didn't yeah. I I bet the. Uh, I I know it's on yours. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it, but I know it's on you. Uh, first is the street fight. Not just in the ring. I like the, what was it, Eddie Guerrero and John Cena. The parking lot brawl. The parking lot brawl. By, yeah. yeah, that yeah. was awesome. That, yeah. that That's what put it in my mind. when mm-hmm. Ultimate X. Yeah. That's probably the one you thought I'd have. No, no? it's not. But I forgot. I did forget about that one, but it's the other one. But it might, is it, it maybe Monsters Ball? I don't know. Is that the one in the, no, the cage with the hole in the middle? Oh, uh Geo told us, yeah, Geo told us the, uh, yeah, so. Yeah, uh, casket match. Casket matches are cool. Yeah. I quit match and yep. TLC match. Okay. How do you, um, oh, God, what was the uh, one? If it comes to me, we'll talk about it later, but I was, I was going to ask you your thoughts on a particular stipulation match that I honestly can't remember the name of it now. It yeah. was in my head at some point. <laughs> I know it was there. Oh, Feast or Fired. Oh, what do you think of those? You know, those are always exciting. Mm-hmm. But it always like made you wonder what what happened backstage or something for these people to get fired or yeah it you, we know it's truly not random mm-hmm. but it's been fun to see and I don't think they do it anymore I think no. they rarely do it they used to do it every year there was a there's a there's a stipulation match that um it's not it's not on any companies that you watch uh I you remember me ever talking about a GTS on YouTube yeah okay. For those of you who don't know what GTS on YouTube, all you do is go to YouTube and type in G, uh, GTS. It's uh, it's it's a backyard wrestling company, but it's more advanced than that. They actually do storylines with that. They really dive into kayfabe stuff. Like there's a point where I love watching it to yeah. a certain point, but their storylines kind of get goofy. And uh, if I had to critique them or give them some kind of advice to make the show better, because I know they dropped in subscribers, and I know they're trying to do this whole two million subscriber push which is only at 1.1 right now but if i'd give any advice to them i don't know uh how they do with their promos or their wrestlers talking and shit like that 
But if they use like if they have a guy who tells them what to say, they need to fix that guy. Yeah. Because some of their some of their banter and talking back and forth is just it's not there anymore. Like it used to be, but it's just not now. And if they I mean if they have which I'm assuming they have the ability to um like creative control in a yeah. way. I know uh Grim, the uh the head guy of it all, I know he runs the show. Um him, uh Dewhop's on there, they're awesome what they do. There's a guy, uh ba- Baylor or Kurt Bale, he's on there. He's decent too, but the, their problem isn't in the ring anymore. It's everything outside of it. Some of it's a little over the top and extreme, which I'm, I get why they do it because they do pander to YouTube, uh, you know, YouTube, community, YouTube, which fans. is a lot of kids, twelve to fourteen yeah. year olds, stuff like that. But it's, I guess, it's more of the promos and the uh, the um, outside the ring um, conversations that they have, the the arguments they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really not yeah. there anymore. Um, and I, I mean, growing up, you know, not growing up, but going through like the wrestling school and doing like, all, you know, learning more about independent wrestling. It's like, I love the matches, but I love more of like what goes into those shows that make them happen. And a lot of it is the promos where I, I'm, I've had more interest in. I know a lot of people say like, you know, WWE, they just talk too much. They talk too much. I'm like, if it's good, I love it. If it feels real. Yeah. That's what I like about the indie scene because it yeah. feels more real when they're talking to one yeah. another. Because these two people might actually work together and may mm-hmm. not like each other for real life. Yeah. And then they talk to you, you know, scumbag, uh, whatever they call each other in the ring. Yep. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's yeah, not yeah, so it, great. You need to get a point across, or you need to build a uh, build what you're doing in order for it to make fucking sense. Right. <laughs> I mean, for I, I don't know I. I'll give an example later because I know one of the biggest things we're going to talk about is the Bischoff Heyman thing. Yes, and we can talk more about it, that. I do want to get through uh, the uh, probably the worst part of our show right now, and that's going over stomping grounds. Ugh. Just because uh, stomping grounds was brutal. First off, I don't understand why Roman Reigns was on the cover of the poster for stomping grounds. No, we figured it was named after Rollins. Yeah, I had to. I, I I'm assuming it the had stomp. to. Have been. Yeah, what, it doesn't make sense. Roman doesn't have a title. No. His storyline's kind of eh right now. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get it. Yeah. Rollins is hot. Yeah. Hell, uh, Kofi Kingston. Something, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, what would his pay-per-view be called? I don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> I saw a guy. Oh, Boom. yeah. Not, not to get too far off track. Uh, we will get to this. But somebody posted on there, you know, the whole Bischoff thing again about how Hulk Hogan's going to come back and uh, take the title from Kofi Kingston. Everyone's like saying, like, do it, fucking do it. I just commented on there, New Day versus NWO. That'd be crazy. Um, But anyway, so yeah. uh, Summer Girls was this past Sunday in Tacoma, Washington at Tacoma Dome. Roughly about 6,000 in attendance, which is pretty sad for uh, a pay-per-view. Especially since we found the building holds at least 23,000 people. Well, we were reading during the show that they were curtaining off certain parts and moving yeah. people down and putting them across from the hard cam. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's weird. <laughs> the, the, you know, like at the bottom of like Wikipedia, Diddy Network, like uh. Event Chronicles, they give like the past and the next. The next event uh, they post on here is Evolve 131. I saw something on WWE Network is going to yeah. show Evolve. That's crazy. Anyways, uh, God, I hate buttons. Results! 
right. So, uh, obviously, pre-show match. Big fucking surprise. Cruiserweight title match. Yeah. Uh, Drew Gulak, uh, Tony uh, Nice, and Akira Tozawa. Triple threat for the Cruiserweight title. Uh, you picked uh, Tony Nice. Or, I'm sorry. You picked Gulak. I picked Gulak. I picked Nice. Uh, Gulak ended up winning. Yeah. Which was a huge surprise to me. And not because of Gulak himself. But I didn't think that Nice would lose the title that quickly. I just I picked Gulak because I like his list. Because he won at WrestleMania, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's only been like, what, three months? Two months at most? Two months at most. Yeah. Um, so, good for Gulak. Um, I think he definitely uh, grew more. And I, I, I like how he's more of a, uh, a more of a real character. Yeah. Like, not like goofy and shit. Well, when he was with Enzo, he was basically the butt of all the jokes. Yeah. Yeah, but. Uh... Go, go, get your tablet. All right. Uh, Becky Lynch took on Lacey Evans for the uh, Raw Women's title. Yeah. Becky ended up winning. You picked Lacey. I picked Becky. I was just hoping, but then after seeing Lacey's performance in the ring, it was just... I think she needs to go back to NXT for a while. Yeah. And it's not saying anything that she doesn't have the skill or may not be there one day, but I just don't think she's there now. Yeah, it it was it was definitely one of those matches that were kind of rough to watch. Right. And then a lot of people online are saying oh, that was the best match of the night. No. Not, <laughs> not even close. And I mean, like, and you can even see it. Like, you kind of see some of the frustration, I think, coming from Becky. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <clears throat> I I mean, she she's definitely good enough. I think being in that situation maybe made her nervous. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt on that. Because I was like, well, this is her second pay per view. Yeah, but I'm still giving back. I mean, the first one really didn't fucking matter. I mean, <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, it's just, I mean, like, it was a two out three false thing where she was going to take on Becky before Sean came. I just, I, no, I, I'm going to give it a benefit of doubt on this one because it was more of a major thing. There was more of a build up rather than just a, hey, somebody's walking around not saying anything where you're going to face it for a championship. Right. So. I mean, she did good for her promos on Raw and stuff like that. Yeah, she's so. great on the mic. Yeah. Um, what? It just sounded like you have to believe that. I just. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think, I think she definitely has some more work. I think because I remember watching her in NXT. She did good in NXT. I think she just needs to calm down, realize that Data E and NXT are built to be the same exact thing, and just needs to work the same way. Right. Regardless of the um the the uh size of the crowd it's the same thing um kevin owens sammy Zayn took on the new day uh owens and sammy uh beat the new day you picked the new day i picked owens and sammy not too much in there uh kevin no. owens and sammy kind of took to control the beginning of the match and like just beat the shit out of yeah. Xavier woods uh no no uh, biggie heel turn yet so that uh, we yeah. on that Ricochet took on Samoa Joe for the U.S. Championship. Ricochet took the uh, took the win and won his first WWE title. Which I know I picked Ricochet. You picked Ricochet. Yeah, I picked Joe. It still shocked me that they gave it to Ricochet. Yeah, I just I didn't see why. Like I get why he does deserve to be a champion. Like I have no doubt that you know, you know U.S. Champ IC title, definitely. I don't think he'll ever get the pinnacle of like WWE Universal. I don't know, man. Um, now are you considering the Universal over the WWE Championship? No. No. no, it's they're both up there, but when you have to pick one title, it's always the WWE title. Yeah, um, they should have brought back the uh, big gold belt instead of that Universal fucking true low up, yeah. low up looking motherfucking I, title. I don't like it. 
No. Um, but it was a good match. Ricochet and Joe did a good job. Um, I don't like that Joe's just a placeholder for titles, but that's what it seems like he is. Yeah. Dana Bryan and uh, Rowan took on Heavy Machinery. Dana Bryan and Rowan won. We both picked them, which I know eventually uh, Heavy Machinery is going to be champion. It'll probably be more on Raw, but yeah, I, they're don't they're not on a home yet show, are they? No, they're SmackDown. They are, they are, Smack, they are on SmackDown, yeah. But um, I think when the because the whole thing is like I saw an article. I didn't read much about it, but Fox isn't really happy with the direction that he's been going. Yeah, I heard that they had meetings. Yeah. yeah. So I think if you know SmackDown going to Fox and being the more aggressive show. Heavy Machinery is more of a fun, go-getting kind of fucking tag team. Right. Come on Raw for the, you know, pre-teen fucking PG fucking era. But good match. I like Otis. Otis is fucking funny. I think he gyrates too much. Luciana, <laughs> <laughs> what's he doing? Yeah, right. Gyrating. <laughs> uh, Bailey and Alexa Bliss uh, for the uh, Raw. Oh, I'm sorry. No, SmackDown was Smackdown. Smackdown Smackdown champion. Gotcha. Hey. Don't have to correct me, bro. I'm just trying to help. Just trying to help. I believe it. I appreciate okay. it. I do. I appreciate that, man. Um, I like new Bailey. I like this new, more aggressive Bailey. It's definitely a nice yeah. change because we did talk about how mm-hmm. she does need that. Yeah. I do believe she still needs that. That good heel turn, though. Yeah. Not sure what happened with the ending, though. But either Nikki fucked something up or somebody fucked up the timing somewhere. Yeah. Um, but Bailey ended up taking the win. I picked Bailey. Um. I think you picked Bailey too, yep. right? Yeah, so we both picked Bailey on that one. Um, it was a good match. I mean, it's definitely out of the two women's matches, it was the best one. The better one, yeah. Um, oh, who won the uh, women's uh, tag team championship match? Oh, you, you didn't know? They, mm. they didn't. They didn't oh, wrestle. Oh, was it on there? No, oh, it wasn't gotcha. on there. Oh damn! Oh, how did I miss that? Or the Intercontinental Championship either? Nah. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Weird. Interesting. Squeeze that fucking Cruiserweight title in there, though, didn't they? Yeah, right. Uh, I found enough room for a Roman Reigns match, of course. Yeah. Digging on Drew McIntyre. Um, 17 minutes of fucking bullshit, but... I, I think they're just destroying Drew, really. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. You, you can build both these guys up as a powerhouse yeah. on both shows, and then finally have them come at each other. Reminds you of Heidenreich. Yeah. 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 Um, but you picked Drew. I picked Roman. Roman won because it's obvious Roman don't lose on pay-per-views. Unless he's in like a multiple man match, but he won't get pinned. Yeah. Kofi took on Dolph uh, for the uh, WWE Championship in a steel cage. You picked Kofi. I picked Dolph. think maybe they'll give Dolph the fucking opportunity. Obviously, they didn't. Kofi won. This is a pretty good match, though. I liked it. This is match of the night for me. Yeah. Definitely was. And it's because of Kofi and Dolph. It's not because of the cage match. It's just them. Yeah. No, they told a story. Oh, man. The ending was great, though. I love that. Yeah. Dolph, Dolph crawling out and then Kofi just dying yeah. right out. The one thing I will say that I don't like about Dolph is that every feud that he has, it's based around the same kind of thing. Why not me? Yeah. Well, I'm not getting this push and stuff like that. He's he's beginning to look like a crybaby. Like a little bitch. Yeah. Um, final match, Seth Rollins took on Baron Corbin. Uh, mystery special guest referee was Lacey Evans. Lacey got involved, obviously. Uh, low blowed him. Becky came out. Stuck up for the man's man. And uh, ended up winning. 
Weird though is all they did is a bunch of hugging. Not not one kiss. Yeah. I don't know why not. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe they're not there yet. Yeah. Maybe it's it's a little weird to do it in front of four thousand people. Uh, Angelina did it. Angelina did it a little different. Right? I, I, they need that. They need that. They, they, they had the live sex show. Right? They should have. I mean, I mean fucking, I'm sorry. Kiss your fucking girlfriend. I mean, yeah. Who gives a shit? You post pictures on fucking uh, social media. If you guys can kiss in the fucking ring. Rollins doesn't know those photos are being taken. You know fucking Vince is back there like, grab her tits, you know? Or, <laughs> That's good shit. Right? Oh, God. Brawn panties. Like, what? Brawn panties. Like, damn. But it was a good match, uh, even for fucking Baron Corbin being in the fucking main event. I don't know why anyone would do that. I mean, that's almost as bad as beating Kurt Angle in his last match. Poor booking. <laughs> Goldberg Undertaker. Mm. <laughs> right? <laughs> Hopefully, if I know The Undertaker like I know The Undertaker, you know, nine months from now, WrestleMania, he's going to be primed to go to take on Drew McIntyre. Is that really a thing? That's, that's what's being talked about. See, I, I thought they were going to team up Roman and Undertaker to face Oh, yeah. They're, probably, yeah, and... they're probably extreme rules, yeah. Jesus. Hopefully it's a buried alive match. Yeah. <laughs> the one time Undertaker doesn't come All back. Right. <laughs> All right, we're going to put you in a senior home match. Like, what? <laughs> All right, Taker, you got to take the fall. Roman, you're going to be over here. Right? It's like, listen, we don't know who's going to go over, but we know who's going to go over. <laughs> I thought now Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins are taking on Corbin and Lacey for a winner takes all tag team mixed tag team match. Called that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we, we no, talked no, about no, it no, that night. Obvious, yeah. That I don't know. That's just silly to me. Yeah. I will say though, she did look cute in a little ref outfit. Well, very cute. Yeah, yeah. She's a lady, yeah. Un- unfortunately, a lady that can knock you out. Yeah, I haven't been a big fan of Becky in a while though. I don't know if it's her bullshit braided hair or... I think I think she's falling back in that old Becky. Yeah. Not the not the rough and tough yeah. Becky that's Not she a fan doing. of her promos anymore, too. I don't know what it is. Like, something changed about her. I don't know if it's the fact maybe she's dating Seth. I think maybe the fact that it came out. Like, the fact that, like, you know, I know I never had a chance. I just, deep down in my mind, like, hoped I had a chance kind of thing. <laughs> Fuck Seth right? Rollins. It's like... It's like, fuck, like, now what's left for me? Fucking Sunny? Ugh. I know, right? Ugh. You ever look her up lately? No. God. Last time I saw her, it was... You want your dick to shrink. That or Missy Hyatt. I was like, you used to be so hot. I saw the Playboy. You know who's still hot? Tori Wilson. Oh, yeah. She'll never change. Michelle McCool. Yeah. Mickey James. Mickey James. Fucking MILF t-shirts. Good I like for that. her. All right, good for her. <laughs> oh god. Um guys, I want to give a shout out to uh some of our uh Patreons. Ooh, and Patreons. By, and by some of our Patreons, I don't mean both our Patreons. Two is better than zero. Two is better than zero. And if you don't want to be a zero anymore, you should join our Patreon. So many different tiers of so many different prizes that come with those tiers. Lovely prizes. Great prizes. Prizes that include uh, the Vomental tier, which gives you the uh, prizes of all the lower tiers, plus the creation of uh, your own wrestling wrestling bio. card, wrestling bow, yeah, which we did last week. We did for General Lee and Dewey Decimal. And Dewey Decimal. So shout out to General Lee and Dewey Decimal for being part of our Patreon. 
If you guys are curious about Patreon, go ahead and uh, go to patreon.com backslash Podcast. Check out the tiers, and if you're uh, able to contribute to the podcast to help it grow and be better than it already is, go ahead and sign up for it. Uh, we are going to add a tier to the uh, Patreon that we're going to. Uh, <clears throat> it's going to be. Re- uh, it's it's going to be there now. When yeah. this show gets released, it's going to be up there already. And uh, we mentioned it last week. Like we're going to do uh, pay per view watch alongs based on the WWE Network. Of the uh, old classic uh, pay-per-views from WWE, WCW, ECW, NWA, AWA, WCCW, so on and so any, any pay-per-views on the WWE Network show, we can do some NXT takeovers. Yeah. From back in the day, I'm sure we never watched. Um, the pay-per-views are out there. And if you guys want to watch the pay-per-views, we're like, man, you know, like, i already seen this, but I already listened to, you know, Jonathan Coachman and Jerry Lawler bitch about this. Like, well, fucking watch it again, but watch it along with the podcast we do. That kind of give our own commentary and opinions and stuff like that on the pay per view as you watch along with it. We'll give uh, timestamps and stuff throughout the show so we make sure we're you know, you know, linked up, on the synced same up level. if you will. Yeah. yeah. But I thought it'd be something fun, something different that we could offer you guys, and that's gonna be offered through Patreon for uh, for a small uh, monthly contribution from yourselves. Yeah. That's what Patreon is. Yeah. That's how Patreon works. You you contribute a little, yeah. and we give you a lot. Exactly. And that's going to be a monthly thing that we do. Yes. So, uh, again, go to patreon.com backslash Podcast. Look at the tiers that are there, including the new tier that uh, is going to be pertaining more to the Daddy Network subscribers. So they had to pay you to watch along with as we sit down and uh, go, you know, shop by shop for the pay-per-view. Holistic. Right. We will be the new JR and King. JR and King, yeah. Fuck Taz man. and Stryker. Ooh. I don't even know if they were ever a team, but... I don't even know. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Tony Schiavone and Mike Tanay. Whoa. Right? Vince and Macho. Vince and Jesse. Vince and JR. Vince and Monsoon. <laughs> Vince and Bobby. <laughs> I always loved Bobby Heenan, though. Bobby Heenan was always great. I did like Bobby. Um, but, yeah, no, one of the first uh, patrons I think we're definitely going to do is Judgment Day 2001. Like I said, like I just watched it. Absolutely loved it. Mick Foley's on there. Stone Cold's on there. The Undertaker's on there. That's Triple awesome. H is on there. Fucking William Regal's on there. The most underrated oh, God, yeah. of all time, I believe. So make sure you check out Patreon. But hey, you know what? You can also help out the podcast by going to tpublic.com. And getting the JFW swag. JFW swag. So many shirts. So many, so many different... Uh, uh, designs are available, not only just shirts, coffee no. mugs, coffee mugs, uh, pillows, tapestries, posters, wall art, wall art. Yeah, it's gotta be wall art, bro. Uh, what? Notebooks, laptop covers, laptop cases, <clears throat> phone cases, baby onesies, tank tops, sweatshirts, baseball shirts, t-shirts, V-necks. I mean, they're all out there, including the Travesty Dizzle J Twenty Twenty Make Wrestling Great Again T-shirt. Brand new dropped last week that is available right now. I think that's my favorite right now. I'm so excited for it. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I, I love that one. Uh, of course, you got the original uh, NWO theme JFW logo shirt that's still available. You still got the Angie McDuff shirt, which is available. The new champion in uh, Phoenix Pro Wrestling. Phoenix Pro Wrestling. PPW. So congrats to yeah. him. That was uh, that was good for him. Mm-hmm. I hope that's more for him to come to. I hope it helps them become more cool. Yeah. 
He's not it's, still it's, not there he's yet. Not still, he's still not there he's yet. He's almost, almost. Yeah, if you guys are a fan, uh, fan of uh, Andy Black, uh, former wrestler of SCW, uh, his shirt's still out there and available. Uh, hashtag F Steve. Love that one, too. Still there. The uh, Mr. 33% Does a J shirt's still there. Mm-hmm. So all these shirts are available at tpublic.com. All you got to do is go to tpublic.com, T-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com, and search JFW, and they're all right there. And you know what? Check it out once in a while because maybe one day you're like, you know, maybe I don't want to look at it because, you know, I, I'm not feeling it today. But you go check it out anyways because there could be a sale going on. And we'll post the sales. Maybe yeah, we always post the sales. Yeah. 33 to 35% off here and there. Uh, stickers are huge. Yeah, stickers are nice. Stickers are very nice. Um, so check out tpublic.com. Check out Patreon. Check out audibletrial.com backslash freaknet. Check out everything we do. Right? I think I post on our Facebook. There's four different ways that you can help out our podcast. Yeah. And I gave you three of them. I'll give you the fourth one at the end of the show. <laughs> <sighs> so, <clears throat> um, do you, are you going to do that first? I don't know. I just I just pulled up the habit. Oh, gotcha. Because I didn't remember what it was. Yeah, well, we got time. So uh, let's uh, let's turn this uh, final freaking thought into uh, um freaking discussion. All right. Yeah, so yeah. Sammy Callahan, part of OVE, yeah, challenges Tess Blanchard to a match. Yeah, how, how familiar are you with Callahan? It's a dick. <laughs> he is a dick. I mean, I saw him hit Tessa Blanchard with a bat. So oh. I mean, sad so missed that. That was on last night's uh, Impact. Yeah, I didn't oh, yeah. watch Impact. I watched the highlight off of Facebook. But yeah, yeah, hit her with a bat. That's his. That's his go-to. He yeah. uh, actually injured Eddie Edwards. At one point in time, and yeah, I remember that broke his whatever or, the fuck you call orbi- it, orbital, 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 his eye socket, or, or okra. But I think orbit. I can't remember orbital or orca. And he he recently got orca? fired from an organization. Obstacle, obstacle, optical, Horatio, sands. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I. I'm a little confused on the whole intergender uh, feuds and stuff like that. I'm, it's I'm, something I'm not, Impact I'm, is pushing. Yeah, it's confusing. I'm not a fan of it. I don't know if Impact is doing it because Lucha Underground was doing it. But Lucha but, Underground always did it from yeah. the from the moment that they started yeah. up. And this and this why I kind of wish Liz was here to uh, you know bitch about what I'm about to say. <laughs> but I don't like it because it doesn't make sense. No, I, Eli Drake had a huge problem with it. Yeah. And he ended up leaving the company. Yeah. I mean, it's like, not because he was fighting a woman, but it didn't make sense. No, it's like, there's there's a rare occasion where, because everyone knows what wrestling is. Yeah. But it's a rare occasion where a woman will go over on a guy. Right. Especially, you know, fucking like Tessa taking on Callahan. Callahan. You know? Because you know how it's going to fucking end. She's going to beat him. Yeah. Because that's how the storylines work. It's just, I just, I don't like it because if it doesn't make sense, you're taking away the realism that wrestling's supposed to portray to you. And then it's all fucking lost. I, th- I mean, it really hasn't, like Lucha Underground, we saw a lot of it with, and they did, they did it very well. And where it went both ways. But they didn't have a women's title. They had just, the Lucha yeah. title and the other title that they had, I forget what it was called. 
Yeah, but I mean, like, it, I mean, even even that, it's like, it's not like you saw fucking Ivalice fucking go over on Mil Mortis. Well, no, that would mean that's almost what they're doing, and like, and I get it. Fucking Tessa, Tessa's a fucking powerhouse. Oh yeah, like, I've seen videos of Tessa. I want to see her in fucking person because that shit looks like legit as fuck when it comes to being one of the best wrestlers in the business today. And I maybe like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe in real life she can take Kellyanne. But again, it takes away the realism of fucking wrestling. It just, it, for me, it takes away from that. Now, if it's supposed to, if these are storylines that are supposed to give, you know, young girls um, <clears throat> the, the courage that they need to overcome everything, that's fine, whatever. I get it. I'm not trying to take that away from them. Right. But you're taking away the realism of fucking wrestling, and that's where you lose me. Right. I mean, I'm sorry. I just saw a dude hit a woman in the fucking stomach with a bat, and. She spit in his fucking face like, what else you got? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. You had a woman in the fucking stomach with a bat. Okay? It's like... Well, I mean, we are talking about Tessa Blanchard. Still. It's just, it's just, it, it pulls the realism away. I'm just not a fan of it. I, I get it. I get it. That's, a, that's all like I got. Um, yeah. Okay, so this is kind of a long one. You think if an organization has both a women's title and a men's world title... Does it lower the value of the women's title if a woman challenges for the men's title? This is actually something that came up and uh, Charlotte Flair spoke on this. So, give me an example. Like, so, so let's, Charlotte let's say, faced Seth Rollins for the Universal title? Yeah, let's say that happened. It's would, done. Would, that, that goes back to my whole realism thing. Exactly, yeah. but would that demean the women's yeah, title? Absolutely. Yeah, it absolutely would. And it, Charlotte agreed totally. She's like, why would I want to challenge for that title when I have my own title? It would just make my title not worth yeah. having. It's because the biggest thing is like it, it depends on who you are, um, and how you look at the prestige of every fucking title. But when you look at WWE, you have you have the fucking WWE title, the Universal title, the SmackDown Women's title, and the Raw Women's title, all even at the top. Right now, when somebody asked me like you did earlier, I don't, I'm not sure if it was in the recording or before the recording. What is the top? Of the top is the WWE titles, right? To title Kobe Kingston has because that's the title. Yeah, that's always. Been. Um, but they have the universe title, which it's at the same level, and you have both women's championships that are at the same level. I would rather have them have one men's title, one women's title, and call it good, you know, right. and have the champion wrestle on both shows like they did back in you know when fucking they had that undisputed championship when Brock Lesnar won it. He wrestled on both shows until you know Eric Bischoff came out. You know, they revived the big gold belt and then they had two champions. Fine, whatever, but, I mean, when you start dumping more titles into the fucking, you know, into the company, you just diminish it. Like, the fucking tag team division. Just have one fucking tag team t- uh, championship. Because they're not doing anything with it. They're not doing them with it anyways. Yeah. I mean, we just saw on fucking stomping grounds. The Raw Tag Team titles weren't fucking in play. The IC title wasn't in fucking play. The women's tag team titles weren't in play. It's just that it just, it makes no fucking sense. It's like the, the pay-per-views are going to be the major titles, which now they have four of them between the both men's and both women's, and that's going to take up half the card just to do those four matches. If they have them all. Yeah. It's just, it just it makes no sense anymore on... First off, that doesn't make sense to have women fight for men's titles because they fought so hard for their titles. Right. It just makes no sense. Because if you start doing that, then you have to get rid of the titles. You can't call it 
the women's championship belt. You have to you have to fucking discontinue those or you know whatever they're called, however it's fucking called. And you just gotta have the world championship and universal championship. You got men and women fight for it. And if you want to keep the realism, the women are never gonna hold it unless for some reason a guy fucking slips up and knocks himself out. Well, if you go back to when uh, when China won the uh, the IC title, but those were actually pretty good matches. That was Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, I mean, yeah. come on now. It's not like she's fighting Big Show. You're putting China against Jeff Jarrett. That's like putting fucking Heidenreich against Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> well, I'm saying, like, I mean, like, you're not going to sit there and have fucking Alexa Bliss go over on Braun Strowman. No. You know, you can't even have fucking Becky go over on fucking Seth Rollins. Oh, because she goes he, over. Oh, God, yeah. But, I mean, like, when you build these guys out to be larger than life, regardless of how, you know, I, I think Rollins is only, like, fucking, like, what, like, 6'1", like, 230, 240, whatever the fuck. Right. I might be guessing weights, especially on TV. But, I mean, there's no way because you built him to be larger than fucking life. You can never have a woman take the title away from Roman Reigns. There's illogical to ever have him get away from fucking Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman, Samoa Joe. You could have him take it away from AJ Styles. He may be at that, you know, age range where he's not as fucking, like, you know, he's not a powerhouse. You may have him lose to fucking Charlotte, but then he just kill his fucking character. Yeah. You know, and you can't lose, you can't fucking have Seth Rollins lose. It's just, like, none of it would make sense anymore. So this is this is an actual question that did come up at a press conference with WWE, and Charlotte basically said the same thing as you. It, it just diminishes the other title. Yeah. You can't, you can't look at it like the women's titles are a step below right. the men's titles. You have to look at them like equals. And I think that's where the perspective of the person who has that idea and where their head is really at. It's like with the women's tagging titles that we've seen twice. Um, yeah, it's not, it hasn't been around as much as the men's tagging titles, but those are all on the same fucking level. They have to be. Yeah. Or else then you're going to diminish the women's yeah. division. What they, what they should do, E, listening, get rid of one of the women's championships, have one set women's title, and then have a secondary title. Like an intercontinental title. Like an intercontinental title. You just call it like an international title or uh, I, I don't know what you call it because you have North American title down in NXT, but I just have a secondary title down there, you know? It, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, the women's roster isn't as large as the men's roster anyway, so you just have that ratio. Also, they'd help if they, if they went down and had their own show too. I think down the line, that'd probably be the best way to do yeah. it. It's just called the E. But have like more of a feminine W. World's women entertainment. Eh, I guess it could be like porn. Yeah, that sounds a little dirty. Women's wrestling entertainment. Well, you can't say wrestling anymore. Not in WWE. But they're world wrestling entertainment. <laughs> yeah, that you can't call it wrestling anymore. Yeah. You ever yeah. see the you ever see the rules Vince puts out for when they do press conferences? Oh, like you can't call the title a belt or a strap. You can't call it belt or a strap. You can't call the superstars wrestlers. All female and male stars are superstars. Yeah. Not well, wrestlers. Yeah, well. Sports look, entertainment. Okay. Let me look look what he's done. Yeah. I mean, come on now. Look, I mean, Here's a good shit. I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah, look look who he's pushing. Look look at fucking uh Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. You ever see that fucking meme? Where Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans are walking like around the ring. And it says, like, is it just me or does Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans look like workers at uh, an Applebee's just got done hooking up in the back? <laughs> no. I wish <laughs> I had, though. 
Alright. On a scale of 1 to 33, how much are you looking forward to SCW Meltdown? 33? 1 to 33? 33%. Oh, I thought man. I'd throw that in there. SCW Meltdown? Isn't that what the next show's called? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. No, July 27th. Yep. We don't know uh, where it's at, though. Yeah, no, do we? It's either Chavance or uh, Clifton, I believe. Good job. Good job knowing that down. Hey, 50-50. God damn it. Right. Uh, I'm excited to see it. Um, I haven't uh, I haven't saw too much from uh, SCW or, I mean, even ARW lately, but I'm excited to see what uh, what goes on since the last show that we went to. Because yeah, the only thing we really know is Bang X for Sheik for the uh, Genesis title. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't know if... Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm assuming the champions are going to be back from Europe by then. They're probably back now. I think they're back now. They got to be back now. Yeah. Which, I mean, doesn't matter if he's in Europe or here. He's not, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fighting drafts. Right, yeah. <laughs> no, but no, I'm, ex- I'm excited for SCW. It just it sucks that we haven't seen him in June. It sucks the ARW's not coming back until August, but. Man, well, that, they said there might be a show in July, but there hasn't been anything. I don't think confirmed. there is. Their uh, their ring crew guy, whoever posted on Facebook, says it's not happening. But if they are, I would like to know about it. Greg Hansen. Come on, Greg Hansen. Yeah, he invited me to his uh his Facebook page today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, I felt special for a moment. Then I realized it was Greg Hansen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just like, this guy has been so nice to us. I know, I love Greg Hansen. I'm not going to lie. He's, I mean, he's the fucking voice of ARW and SCW, which I'm finally glad that SCW finally got a voice. Yeah, I like I like the other guy that they had, but I think he's better behind the camera. And then oh, Hansen, curly hair dude? Yeah. Wasn't a big fan of him. He didn't enunciate enough. He wasn't loud enough. I think he was too loud. Hansen has that voice. And yeah. I think, and that's what ARW brings to independence is people who, like, do business right. So. <laughs> oh, is that what we're doing, huh? We're just throwing <laughs> Speaking the truth, I mean, yeah, yeah I guess yeah. so, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you can't spit tea on the microphone. No, you can't. You can't afford a new one. <laughs> Mama T? God, we're going to have to talk into the microphone of the fucking laptop. So I'm, I'm going to skip my next one because I think that one's going to be the most one we talk about most. Okay. What does Corbin need to get over as a great heel? As a heel? Yeah. Uh, probably he needs people. Ah, fuck, I don't know nothing. He can't. I I talked to a guy at work about this, and he says he needs to go back to, was it you? The lone wolf. That was the main one. No, get rid of the corporate look and go back to, like, the metal. That won't help. He did, dude, they destroyed his character, man. Yeah. I mean, it's. The lone wolf thing worked better in NXT, but it just the WWE is not dark enough to have a character like that. Yeah, you know Bray Wyatt got over, but I mean that 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 was like a fucking uh like uh, what the hell is like a fluke? I guess yeah. That, there was a different phrase I was thinking, of, but yeah, it was a fluke. I mean, shit like that doesn't really get over when it's new in this era. Undertaker always will because the Undertaker's nostalgia for the older people. Right. Um. No, Baron Corbin's character. If if they really want Corbin to get over, he needs to fucking leave. I mean, Drew. I mean, pretty much what Drew did. Yeah, leave as the chosen one, come back years yeah. later, and yeah, he'll he. There's, there's, I mean, he's that, technically he's a heel now because no one fucking likes him. But I, I don't think he's a <clears throat> great, like. He gets a lot of heat from the crowd. He's not a Triple H heel. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he, exactly. He's not. He's not like a, you know, like Kurt Angle was when you know. It's, he's he's not like that. He's it's just his his fucking character just sucks so fucking bad, man. And the fact he still dresses the way he dresses when he's not even the GM anymore. Right. Like I don't know, throw him in a fucking faction and have Paul Heyman manage it. Who knows? I, it, it could be better. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe him not being on the mic. I I do like him in the ring. <clears throat> He needs to stop losing. I mean, well, he doesn't need to stop losing. He, he loses too much, and he doesn't cheat enough. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, we talked. A, I think we we talked about that on my uh, my final freaking thought last week. Those four things that you need to be right. You know, a heel. You need to you need to cut promos. You need to be able to do you know those those heel moves in the ring. You have to have a good gimmick. And you need to be able to uh, get heat. And he's able to get heat in a small way when he brings it the whole beating Kurt Angle and shit like that. And, Reliving all these past fucking uh, victories that mean nothing anymore to his character. His gimmick sucks. His fucking promos suck. But he doesn't cheat in the matches. He doesn't go. He doesn't. No thumb in the eye. Nothing. No. It's like, I mean, he he wrestles like he needs to wrestle. And then he fucking loses. Yeah. I mean, I I, I, I get it. So if he wants to be a good heel, he needs to start fucking cheating. He needs to talk to Ric Flair. That's what he needs to do. That's exactly. He needs to cheat a little bit more, and he just needs to stop talking. Just go out there, fucking be a fucking dick, and just... That's it. (laughs) So, Ring of Honor, next pay-per-view, best in the world. I think it's a shot, taking a shot at WWE. Oh, God, yeah. And CM Punk. I bet. I bet it's a shot at CM Punk. I don't know if it's so much as a shot at CM Punk, though. I think it is. But our Ring of Honor is having a lot of issues lately, too. With I mean, CM Punk left Ring of Honor to go to WWE, so. I think Ring of Honor still deals with Cole Cabana, and he sued CM Punk, so. <laughs> Funny thing is, Cole Cabana is just out on injury and is not going to be in this ta- tag team match with Nick Aldis versus the Briscoes. Oh, well, that's good. He sued his best friend, so fuck yeah. him. He can fuck himself. I mean. But they're, they're having intended issues, too. I've been reading a lot about that. And they're blaming uh, Bully Ray, who is now one of the bookers. I believe it. I mean, that's what happens when you threaten one of your fans and it gets out on fucking social media. Social media is destroying fucking wrestling. Oh, definitely. It, I mean, that's the biggest fucking thing. Definitely. I, 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 now that I can look up, and I don't, and I stopped. Once we started doing this podcast, I used, beforehand I would look up what's going to happen. Okay. So now I don't. Yeah. But it, it killed it. It really did. That, yeah. you know. Well, and that's, and that's another thing. And it kind of goes back to your whole Corbin thing. I mean, like, Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax are supposed to have this feud where they fucking hate each other, but they post shit on Instagram together and stuff like yeah. that. I mean, fucking Total Divas fucking ruined a lot of the fucking feuds with uh, fucking Divas. Oh, I'm especially sorry. with Paige. Not even Div- and why is it so called Total Divas? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> on the show, they're divas. <laughs> I mean, like, but I mean, it destroys all the fucking background shit with all the fucking uh, heat that they're supposed to have with these people. Yeah, it, it totally just, to me, should have never happened that way. Or at least do all the faces together, all the heels together, or whatever the case may be. Don't yeah, mix them. Exactly. So. Wait, what was your question? Oh, Ring of Honor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's probably a shot at fucking Day to E. They're probably like, well, how come AEW gets to have heat with Day to E and they've been around for a cup of coffee? Uh, it's because they have fucking money. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but they're getting bagged by Tony Khan. Yeah. So, so uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's probably just a shot. Darn, they probably know they can't get sued for it because, I mean, it's such a generic fucking phrase. Right. You, so, you can't own that phrase. Yeah. Uh, should companies use real life relationships in storytelling? Mm hmm. 
they 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 need to do one of two things. They either need to base all their storylines on how everyone really is outside the ring, or they need to start having their wrestlers act outside the ring as they do in front of the camera. Brian Pillman. <clears throat> yeah, they so K Fate needs to come back in yeah. like a way. And maybe not in the way of like, you know, Triple H breaking into Randy Orton's house and throwing him through a window <laughs> or Austin breaking into Pillman's house and pulling a gun on him or fucking Don Marie and Tori about to have a fucking sexual excavate in a hotel to prevent Don Marie from marrying Tori Wilson's father and shit like that. I got to tell you, early 2000s were awesome. <laughs> Mid-90s were pretty cool fucking too. But they need to have some kind of more realism there. Use the Becky Lynch, Seth Ron fucking angle, you know? Why the fuck not? When Buddy Murphy and fucking Alexa Bliss broke up, find out if they were willing to use that in the fucking storyline. Right. Corey Graves and Carmella. Why not just fucking use it? Who gives a shit, you know? Yeah, you would have, like, Alexa Bliss come out and cause yeah. Buddy Murphy a match. Yeah. Hey, fuck you, guy, you know? Exactly. I mean, it's, I mean, have the ability, you know, to... They, they need to do one of these things. I think it really comes down to maybe even the wrestlers. Like, you tell wrestlers, hey, listen, you want to do this on the show? You want to do this on Raw? You want to do this? That's fine. But roll it over onto fucking Twitter, which they do do that. I get that they have a lot of Twitter wars and everything to build up hype, but it needs to be more than that. It needs to be on their Instagram and their Facebook and when they're out in fucking person and stuff like that. You know, I'm sorry, but like if fucking like Mandy Rose is having a feud with Ruby Riot, you know, I don't know if they ever hang out with fucking each other. I don't know. Right. But if they have a feud, they should never hang out in public. Exactly. I mean, that's what they did back in like the 70s and 60s and all that stuff. Like, you know, they, they left the feuds throughout they didn't drink at the bar together they didn't fly together you know shit like that that's the one thing i love about aew i didn't see the pay-per-view yet but from what i was told they had two separate entrances for fucking baby faces and heels oh that's nice so i mean like i like that when i, I just watched the evasion uh pay-per-view they had a separate entrance for ecw and wcw and a different entrance for WWF. i mean they need they need kayfabe now they yeah. need because i mean like right now all it is it's like a bullshit fucking three-hour-long show of the real world. Yeah. And I don't want to fucking... Even the real world had fucking gimmicks. Fucking Jersey Shore was the stupidest fucking show I've seen in my life. But, I mean, those people weren't really those people. I mean... I hope not. God. Ah, oh, society. No, they need gimmicks, man. That's what I told I was talking to... Uh... I'm not going to lie. I have no idea if I answered your question. Yeah, that... No, I did. You did? did? Fuck yeah, yeah. I did. yeah. No, of course I, talking, I did. I was talking to the guy at work, and I was like, you know, I, I want to be able to watch wrestling again, not because I just do a wrestling podcast. Yeah. Because I, I like wrestling. I want to yeah. see the good product, and that's what I'm really hoping with AEW is going to push WWE mm-hmm. to get back to that standard. Not to bring the Attitude Era back. Yeah. Just a new era. Yeah. It was something on Facebook they talked about that. I was like, I, I, I respond to it. Like, I, um... It was, it was what we're going to talk about. I don't want the Attitude Era back. I want Ruthless Aggression Era back. Yeah, that was definitely what That was. worked. Yeah. It was a blend of both without going to the extremes of one or the other. It wasn't too PG, it wasn't too PG but at the same time, you weren't having HLAs. And, well, you we were having HLAs, but you weren't having, like, you know, fucking Braun Payne matches and right. spanking matches and paddle on a pole matches and fucking birthing hands and shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> So this will be a quick one. Do we get our picks taken with Buff and Chavo? Uh, no, because they're probably going to want like 50 bucks a piece for it because oh. it's Buff and Chavo. I'm going to tell them, like, you know, Brian Cage did it for 15. Yeah. 
and gave me an autograph. No, no. Tell you what, let's 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 we'll act it out. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Chavo, can I get a picture with you? Yeah, man, uh, fifty dollars for a photo. Uh, Brian Cage is for fifteen. Gave me an autograph. Oh, sixty-five. <laughs> Eddie was better. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I mean, it, it just depends. I mean, if, like, if we have the ability to and it doesn't cost too much and everything, then yeah, yeah. Man, I, I have no problem with it. I know they definitely won't come on our podcast. No, but... I told you, I mean, well, especially with Chavo, you know, you know, he owns his own company. With Alberto Berea. I know, right? Or and, uh, you know, Alberto Buff is... Uh, I mean, Buff is Buff. Though. The last time I knew Buff was a gigolo. Right? So... so um, Yes, if uh, if it's not too expensive. I mean, honestly, I maybe, maybe, I maybe. I would say I was kind of leaning towards maybe yeah, too. It's, it's definitely it's a it's a price thing. It's a yeah. money thing. You know, if we got more Patreons and you know sold some more merchandise and you know people sign up for Audible, yeah, that'd be awesome, right? Because all three of those things are easy to do and relatively affordable. Definitely affordable, especially audibletrial.com slash readnet. That's right. Doesn't cost them a dime. Not a dime. Unless they keep the prescription. Then subscription. Yeah. You can prescribe them. Whatever. Yeah, why not? Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Most underutilized talent in SCW. Underutilized talent in SCW? Oh, God. Uh, SCW actually does a pretty good job using all their talents. Uh, of everyone, probably. Ah, oh, God, I hate to say it. Uh, Angus. <laughs> when I was actually when I was writing this question down, I was having a hard time thinking of it too because SCW does do a really good job. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I guess Angus. I mean, I, I think that he has the ability to do more. I just, I don't see him being utilized the best. I guess you should. Say. I, I mean, I guess in the best way. Um, uh, oh God, what the hell is his name? Is it Baylock? Baylock. Baylock. Yeah. I, I I get I get where he's at. He's growing. Um and his I mean his tag team partner just had a uh Genesis title opportunity last month, uh so I'm sure his is coming around too. And they're young, they still got time and everything. Oh, yeah. Angus is old. Angus is old. I mean, <laughs> I mean I don't know how many more matches that guy has in him, you know. He's a heavyweight champion though. Yeah, you're you're right. Um, I don't know. It's just he's just old, man. No, but no. I mean, I'll, I'll joke it aside. Um, no, I I think I think if you look at underutilized, it's Angus. Um, maybe a little bit of the Sheik and everything. I think if they were more like in a tag team title picture, it kind of lean away from that. But yeah, I because a lot. Of, I mean, I think a lot of them. You tell me if I'm wrong, but lately, like angus was one of like the first couple like you know opening matches and then he was the fucking manager for the sheets matches yeah um and especially since yeah. they got rid of the and that's Amazon. scw and it is scw and that's and that's where you know independent wrestling is completely different than the main roster what are you laughing at i thought you were gonna say something else what are they gonna say i don't know say it no oh Say it. <laughs> no because i wanted to say it all right yeah <laughs> I, thought. I thought you were gonna take a pot shot at who at scw Oh, they do that good on their own. So, um, no, the difference with independent wrestling compared to like WWE is like you know for a fact how underutilized someone is in WWE. Oh yeah. 
I guess say Angus is underutilized in SCW, but I don't know how he is in P, uh, PPW or N, uh, NAW or anything like that. Yeah. In PPW, he's heavyweight champion. But I didn't get a chance to see anything like that. So when it comes to SCW alone, yeah, he's probably the most underutilized guy. Uh, I mean, you can say the same thing about the Sheik. You can say the same thing about Baylock, depending on how you look at it. Um, but if they wrestle other companies and they get different opportunities there, then how do you justify the difference? Right. So when it comes to SCW, yes, it's probably Angus, but he is champion in PPW. So I think his push in SCW means very little compared to what PPW is. At the same time, yeah, I mean, like, it kind of sucks how, you know, your SCW guy is more focused on a title at a different company. So, <laughs> fun fact. So the this past week, Seth Rollins takes a shot at Moxley Saint Moxley. He actually called him Ambrose in his good thing, saying he doesn't see anything wrong with WWE creative or the way it's going. Which there is. Yeah. Same not just not for him. So do you feel like this is Rollins feels this way? Or WWE is telling Rollins to say this? No, this is I think this is definitely Rollins feeling this way, but because there's nothing wrong with him creatively. Right. Everyone else has the problem. Yeah. What's Heath Slater doing? The fact that Mojo Riley signed a three-year extension and he hasn't done shit. The, the fact ascension. that Yeah, the fact that uh, the Good Brothers fucking signed a three-year extension hadn't done shit. Now they're just signing these fucking people to keep them from AEW. Exactly. You know, it's like, I mean, they, no. When it comes to uh, Seth, he's the Universal fucking champion. Of course it's fucking working for him. He hasn't had to do anything really stupid or... No, he, he got to beat up Brock Lesnar with a chair. Yeah, his story's good. Yeah, he, his creative side is good. I mean, he, come on, he got, the, he got the fucking, you know, fucking junior high hug his girlfriend in the ring. <laughs> Too bad they didn't do the eighth grade dance. That's what it looked like. He's like, oh, let's hide, let's side hug here. You know, keep your fucking, uh, your braided fucking sideburn out of my face. <laughs> Little weirdo. God, yeah, I love that, though. That's my favorite thing. I love when she calls people Little Weirdo. Yeah. Alright, so the the main topic we're going to get to here. Yep. Heyman and Bischoff on creative team. I'm happy. I, 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 when I saw that, I had to Google search everywhere possible to make sure it wasn't a fucking joke. The fact that he confirmed it on Twitter, the fact that it was on different fucking posts, I'm excited. And I think it will make a difference as long as Vince lets loose of the reins a little bit. I don't know how fucking Triple H feels about it, if he kind of feels like he's so, like... Yeah. side note is, uh, yes. Triple H actually turned down from what I'm reading. Oh, I believe it. I believe that. If that's, I mean, if it's true. Yeah. Um... Before you said that, I said, I don't know if he's going to feel offended if he got passed up on If he turned it down, I don't blame him because he's already fucking doing so much with NXT he's and all that shit. killing it in NXT. Yeah. Um, I think if he's used as like a, like a, uh, a consultant in a way, like maybe his idea thing. But the thing is, like you're getting the guy who ran ECW and the guy who ran fucking WCW Nitro and shit like that in there to help fucking... Dirty up WWE. Revital, I'm happy with that. Revitalize yeah. and dirty. Now I don't know how I feel about Heyman running Raw and Bischoff running SmackDown. I think it should be the other way around. But so I think they should work together. No, God, no. no, no. They need to focus on what they're doing. But they also need to stop the wild card bullshit too. 
Yeah, I don't like it. Because now you got to fucking work with him. Nah, no, I just I would start the wild card thing. Keep them separately. I'd just put Bischoff more on Raw because nothing against ECW, but there was more to do in WCW than there was in ECW. And SmackDown obviously is only a two-hour show compared to a three-hour show. And SmackDown is more wrestling where WWE's Raw is more promos and backstage yeah. uh, interviews and stuff like that. It's more of a production. And they're executive producers. They're producing the show. So I think swapping will be easier. Now, I don't know if they're doing it because Eric Bischoff does have the 83 Weeks podcast. He does a lot more things and stuff like that. So I guess he needs more of a free time to do it. And when they go to fucking Fox, maybe he's off on Fridays and that's it. Now, what's going on with 205 Live then? Because 205 Live airs before or after SmackDown. Is two five live on the Fridays now? You, I mean, you would have to think that they would, except they're gonna are they gonna they're gonna be live still, right? Yeah, or yeah, I I don't know. I, I'm assuming so. I mean, so unless that's gonna be its own production on fucking Tuesday, which I doubt it, and I doubt they're gonna put it on be, you know at the end of fucking Raw. I could see them putting it on after NXT. I can see that. I mean, right now, uh, Daddy main event still fucking airs, which I didn't know that, and that's shot before Raw. Really. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, I mean, unless 205 Live gets shot before fucking SmackDown, but it's just, I don't, maybe fucking 205 Live gets shot. It's so hard. Like, you know, we, we've been to shows with WWE before, and yeah. to sit sit at Raw for three hours, and if they do something afterwards, it's like, oh, come on. Yeah. And if it's not entertaining, you're just sitting there like, yeah. come the fuck on. This well, is bullshit. Yeah. It's like I was, uh, I was watching a 24. On uh, Ali, and he was talking about when he came to 205 Lives, like, you know, like, they're the pre show that goes on after the show. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I, what was the question? Oh, Heyman, <laughs> Heyman and Bishop. Yeah, does this help? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Just, I think it's definitely going to help. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's going to, it, as long as Vince lets go a little bit and doesn't turn everything down and yeah. make it a problem. I think I think it definitely will help out a lot. I think when Vince maybe takes over, does his XFL thing, that he's going to step back from the whole wrestling side is what I was reading. But I don't know how well that's going to do. We saw how well that did years ago. Yeah, yeah I don't. Yeah, he's probably just trying to get. He's like the NFL is going down, you know. But I don't. I whatever, whatever for the uh, XFL. I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure we'll. I'm sure we'll have to watch those fucking games and stuff and talk about it too. Because <laughs> they did. They think they're gonna cut promos on each other. <laughs> I, I I bet they will. I, I bet we see one fucking elbow drop from the top of the fucking goalpost. <laughs> um, Coming down on that that yeah. sliding camera. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, we're watching NFL Blitz from fucking Nintendo sixty four. <laughs> That was your final freaking thought? That was my final freaking thought. Um, Hey, guys. I'm not sure if you know about uh, know this or not, but uh, AEW is, uh, I believe, October 1st is going to be released of AEW uh, Dynamite. Dynamite. Tuesday Night Dynamite. Uh, And also, coming in October, WWE is uh, going to Fox, SmackDown. Mm -hmm. So a lot of things are happening in the fall. But the biggest thing that's happening in the fall is the release of our videos on YouTube. I can't wait. So... Make sure you follow us on YouTube at JFW Podcast to catch the videos that we're going to be dropping uh, as far as uh, reenacting old promos and uh, doing reviews and uh, buying action figures and whatever little things that we can see, maybe non-wrestling related that we may do as well. 
<clears throat> food sampling, taste testing shit because I love doing that. Trying maybe drinks and beverages and yeah, stuff like that too. Yeah, that'd be great. So make sure you're subscribing to us on YouTube at JW Podcast. And while you're while we're talking about subscribing and everything, uh, if you have a friend out there who's a fan of wrestling and you think you may like our show, um, and they don't know if they'll be able to find our show, we are on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Show gets released on YouTube as well, Podbean, and uh, Player FM. All you do is search JW Podcast. If you go into iTunes, give us a rating and a review. Give us a five star rating and give us a review. Because it helps us grow and everything. Um, and then follow us on social media at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. <clears throat> so, match of the week. Yep. I was not able to find the full match. I had to find the highlights, but I'm, <gasps> I know. But Dude. you can go to WWE Network Dude. and watch the full match. Faux pas, bro. Hi, man. They didn't have it on the YouTube. Faux pas. Did not have it on the YouTube. Would be a good fucking match. Chris Jericho versus CM Punk 2012. Pass. 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 Ah. 2012 Jericho? Yeah. It's like watching 2012 Hogan. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not at all. No. Uh, I, I can't. I, I, it was kind of a toss-up for yeah, me because yeah. I wanted to, I was going to do the Batista uh, Cena match, the uh, last man standing match where he duct taped his feet, only because I thought that was a hilarious ending. Okay. And with the extreme rules, that's what... Of all the wrestling companies, of all the matches, you came out of these two. It's just what popped in my head. Oh, yeah, it's what popped. Okay, yeah. 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 That's all I got. That's all I got. Time to ring the bell on this episode. Come on, man, really? <laughs> How do you forget that shit? Uh, two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, God. I know, I've been up for 22 hours, I'm, man. Man. Holy shit. Okay, as always, I am Travis Steve. I'm Dizzle J. And thank you for listening to our episode of Just Freaking Wrestling. The JFW Podcast. Peace. Bye.